welcome to Dynastream's podcast, I said a prayer for you today. My hope is that you will be powerfully encouraged through real life situations, prayers, and encouraging words. Each episode is from the heart, not trying to be perfect, just being real for real needs. Feel free to share these episodes with those that you feel may need some loving strength. All right, let's begin. Good afternoon, my friends. I am here to encourage you today with just some, I don't even know how to describe it because there are tumultuous times for everyone. There are tough times, there are joyful times, and it sometimes just seems like a roller coaster. And I just want to encourage you because that's just the walk of life. There's ups, there's downs, highs and lows. There's times you're spread too thin and there's times that you just have so much time on your hands. And so I want to encourage you that in every season to give thanks, to rejoice and to praise God for the things in your life right now. And as I'm going through some things with my son, getting him to the next step in his life, And sometimes it feels like, am I not taking care of myself? Am I not doing what I'm supposed to do? But when your dream includes seeing your loved ones soar like on the wings of eagles, to see them rise up to be the best that they can be, sometimes it it requires a lot from us. And that's okay. When we have a servant heart, and I've run across so much in my life, and I will get stuck in this pit of frustration. And I know Satan lives in the pit, but sometimes there's the ruts and the pits of our daily lives that just the foundations of where we're traveling maybe have been saturated. Too much water, too little water, whatever it might be. But what I want to encourage you with is each step that you take, God knows exactly what you need. And I want to encourage you to chase after your dreams, to chase after And while you're chasing after, be still and know that he is God. I know, it sounds like an oxymoron, doesn't it? Chase after, but be still. And I can attest to this because there are times when I would be crying and laughing at the same time. And I said, only in the presence of God does that happen. So chasing after something and being still at the same time. In the kingdom of heaven, it is possible. And as, as I am trying to break through things in my life, and I am doing this so that my son can thrive in his life, there are things in our life that do hamper those around us, that do set things, um, maybe hold back or cause um, something to happen in the lives of those around us when we don't face it, when we don't deal with it, when we don't know what it is, but when we take it to the Lord, And he actively deals with it. He will show you what he's setting free. And some people totally miss it. And there are things that I totally miss. And there are things that I get so excited about because God is showing up. And I came out to you today to encourage you. Because as I went the other day to get a money order for something that wasn't even quite approved yet. And we thought we had it. And then it turns out even though they went all these steps into the process, which normally you would think you're at the point you're about to get the keys to a place to live. But in the world, it's backwards. They go through all these steps and then they tell you if they're going to approve you or not, but yet they approve step one. 
all of that confusion is really um, weighing heavily on my heart right now. But what I want to encourage you with is in the process, what I encountered, I know God is showing up because it was the lady at the bank. And of all the people that would sit across from us, it was the lady at the bank all her different tattoos and everything. And I noticed something on her wrist. My, my attention was drawn to her wrist as she's going through. And of course, you know, many times it's a wrist because they're typing on the keyboard and you're just watching what they're typing. But it was drawn to her wrist. Not only her wrist, but the tattoo on her wrist. She had many other tattoos. There's many people around us with tattoos and everything. But this one was particularly like drawing my attention. What does it say? What is it? And it was Isaiah 43 too. So I am going to encourage you with this and hopefully it's still recording as I do so um, because I'm switching screens because I don't want to mess it up. And so we go to Isaiah 43 2, and it says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you and through the rivers, you shall not, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. And then it goes on in verse three, for I am the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel your savior and it continues to go on and so i want to encourage you right now that god is able to show up in the midst of circumstances in this bank in a town that i've never been to and i'm sitting in places where i've never been before and i don't know what the next steps are and you'll see different encouragements and i'm seeing different encouragements and so i want to encourage you God will show up and he'll light that step. He will show up and he'll give you that still small voice. He will show up and he'll show you the tattoo on someone's arm or the Jesus written on someone's shirt. Right when you think, oh my gosh, is this really where we're supposed to be? And he will show up with that nugget of hope to encourage you. Even though circumstances seem totally against you, the resistance is, the word futile comes up, but I don't even know if that's the right word. But the resistance is so incredibly strong. And as we continue to step forward and to step forward saying, Lord, I'm trusting you in this process because I don't understand it. I've not been this way before. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to help. And it seems like every time I try to help, something goes wrong. And the still small voice says, be still and know that I am God. Know that I have gone before you and prepared, gone before you and prepared the way. And he shows up to say, I will be with you. The rivers will not overflow you. The flame will not burn you. And so the still small voice continues to show up. And even though everything seems insurmountable, the finances are insurmountable coming against us. And we're trying to step forward in something that I just believe is such a good path. The great path, the way, the truth, and the life. And sometimes I don't understand it. And I go, is this truly the life we're supposed to lead? And just looking around going, I I don't get it. I don't even know what you want me to do here. I don't even know what I'm supposed to do other than support my son and be like a strong, steadfast, whatever it is, a beacon of hope that he knows I'm not walking this alone because the Lord walks with us. And as we are an example that you are not walking alone, you're not going to be left abandoned to, to squander on your own. And then there's times when we watch them soar. And so I just want to encourage you, as you take steps in your life, fight for those dreams, fight for the ones that you love. And it may cost you something. It may cost you financially. It may cost you ego. It may cost you humility. It may cost you your job. It may cost you so much. 
But what I want to encourage you, when you train them up in the way they should go, when they are old, they shall not depart for it, from it. And when we stand in belief of that in the circumstances that do not look like what the word says, we have to trust what God has told us in the secret places, what he told us from, or we heard from the pulpit when he, we heard it through the songs, when we heard it through his word, when he tells us, I will be with you, be strong and courageous. So be strong and courageous in these times, in your daily walk, in the weeks, in the months, in the years to come, you fight for those loved ones where, you know, there are different, I know there's different scriptures. If the, if the right eye causes you or some about, if the right eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. And there are some very religious things that we are called to do. And it may feel like, oh my gosh, there's no way, or yep, just got to do this. You have to listen to the still small voice. Because there is also an enemy that will use the word to twist it and turn it against you, against your situation and where God is leading you. And I am trusting with everything in me because there is no way I could do this on my own. And God is showing me that. But when we come against the waters, when we come against where our back seems to be against the wall and we don't know what's going to happen because we can't break through that wall. Remember the walls of Jericho came down. And remember, Jesus went into the temple and flipped the tables because he was not happy with what was going on. He did not like how people were using his father's house. His father's house is to be a house of prayer. And as we are temples of the living God, we are houses of prayer. We are houses of worship. We are houses and dwelling place of the Lord. Wherever we go, we take him with us. And I will tell you, my friend, <laughs> When you go places and you're, you're feeling like you're running into a closed door, closed door, you go in and everything looks good and then, oh, nope, sorry, can't do it. Know that every time you've walked in that door, you took the presence of God with you. And maybe they sense that presence and don't know what it is and are like, I don't know what this is and I'm going to just, no, I'm going to back up. I don't know. But I do know that what you're walking through, you must walk with the Lord because he's going to lead you and guide you. And there are times I know when I feel like I don't know what to do. God, lead me. Show me. I'm in the word. I'm studying. I'm praying. I'm, I'm seeking you, Lord. And why won't you tell me? Why won't you give me that next step? And sometimes the answer is, I just did. Or sometimes the answer is, trust me. The answers don't always align with what I want. But I'm trying to follow him. And I know you are too. Or you wouldn't be listening to this. So I want to encourage you to fight for those loved ones. You fight for them in ways of prayer, in action, in support. And maybe it's to walk alongside them through some tough times when they show that they cannot do it on their own. But with God, nothing is impossible. And that is what I am trusting in for you, for my family, and for those around me. That nothing is impossible for God. Not because I believe just because, but because he said it. And there are so many things that he has said that he's shown up in my life to show that he is true. He does it. He, he will just manifest something to show up and show me how big he is, how close he is, how much he loves me, how much he loves you. He'll show up in my life on your behalf. He'll show me something to encourage. And I don't even know what it's for, but I know it encouraged you. And I know it was specific and strategic for your life that God himself and you have a personal knowledge of that. But I do not. But yet I know it was specific for you. I know. Try to figure that one out. So I just want to encourage you with that. 
Isaiah 43, 2. And I'm going to read it again because it was so profound and so amazing. So when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, and you sh- nor shall the flame scorch you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. So remember, our Savior does not exist in somebody else. Our Savior is in Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. Yes, we can come alongside people and help them. But our Savior is in Christ. And I struggle with that sometimes just it seems like pure doubt or discouragement and I have to dig deep into that saying Lord how am I going to encourage when I feel like this and the still small voice says because many of my people feel like that oh okay and but it was the still small voice that reminded me that's not just my feeling there's a whole lot of other people that feel the same way and God wants to encourage you to step out of that doubt, to step out of the discouragement, to step into that next step. Okay, well, that one wasn't it. Okay, Lord, where do you want to lead me now? I don't know why I'm here. I don't know why I'm in this place, this location, and even sitting in my car to encourage you because it's private. But I do know that he placed it on my heart to do so. I did one the other night and I felt I was supposed to and I did and I was like, Lord, I'm gonna wait for your timing. If you want me to release that one, I will. And if not, you will prompt me again. And so I waited. And then the prompt came. I said, I want you to go now. Encourage now. And mind you, when he has me encourage you, it's not in the most like, hey, I'm so excited and everything is on high and I just came off of this whatever. No, sometimes he tells me to encourage you in the times that I am most discouraged. But then that still small voice says, somebody out there is discouraged. And I need you to reach them. I need to reach them through you. I need to encourage them in ways that you don't know, you don't understand. But I will use what you will lay out, what you will be obedient to. And the same is for you. Sometimes it's in a really tough time. God's going to have you encourage. Or he's going to have you go serve. Or he's going to have you do something that is in your line of gifting. And you're not going to understand it. And you don't feel like it. Or you feel like it's not going to be powerful because of maybe how you feel. But our trust and our faith in who God is is not based on what we feel. It's based on who he is, who he is in us, through us, around us, and just who he is. And so I want to encourage you with that today. Go read Isaiah 43 too for yourself. Let him take you on a journey that is specific and strategic for you today. He will just amaze you. And I'm not going to use the the ways of the world or some of the, the phrases, the flippant phrases people are using that just don't make sense. I mean, they do in the world, but it frustrates me when it comes to the word of God. And, and I am not perfect in the word of God. I'm not perfect in my studies or any of that. But what I do know is we don't have to be perfect for God to do a perfect work. He will use us. He will use something that we say, something that just randomly seems random to us is so precise and strategic from God. But if we knew exactly what that was, there might be something, well, maybe I'll put a little tweak on it. Maybe I'll do this. And maybe it's not perfect enough. No, God says he wants to use it how he wants to use it, when he wants to use it, through whom and to whom he wants to use it. 
That is how he works in the most purest of ways. Because then we can't mess it up. And then he can use that through that person to somebody else. And he can create that ripple effect. Like like a drop of water into a stillness. The drop of water will send gentle ripples. And we like those gentle ripples that God will touch wherever it goes. So I want to encourage you today. Allow God to touch you wherever you are. And to touch others wherever you go. Even if you think you've not touched, did, or said anything to anyone he can still use you where you went where you are and where you're going and you don't even have to know about it so I want to encourage you right now he is with you he is the Lord your God he is your Savior so be encouraged my friend through the doubt through the discouragement rise up he sees you he knows your discouragement and he is not mad at you He's not mad at you for feeling those things. He's not mad at you for maybe doubting. He's not mad at you. That's why he sends the encouragements to let you know. He sees and he knows. And just as I reach in to encourage you, thinking I I had nothing to offer, he'll use you the same way for somebody else. Because he's done it for me, he'll do it for you, and he's going to continue to do so because he loves his children. And because I love my son, I'm going to fight with everything in me to go past that doubt, to go past that discouragement, to go past the humiliation and past all of the the financial woes and everything that seems to be coming against us to know that God is the God of miracles. He shows up and he does what we cannot do for ourselves. And he will show you that he is God and he is able to do far greater than we can think or understand. And even when our circumstances don't line up and don't look like it to us or other people, we have to trust him in the midst of the mess, in the midst of the mess, because through that mess is a message for this age. And so my friend, be encouraged. God is a God of miracles. He's a God of love. He's the God of grace and mercy. And he knows how to touch your heart. He knows how to touch my heart. And he prompted me to encourage you right now and just to release it to let you know how much he loves you in this moment and just when you needed it most he's going to show up for you and it's going to be there not because of anything I knew or did or said but because God loves us that much and he loves you that much right now to show up for you in this very moment and I know you're feeling it right now you're feeling him show up in his love that you thought all of the thoughts you were thinking and God knew every one of them and still wraps his arms around you to tell you he's not mad at you and he loves you so much no matter what you can never cause God to stop loving you ever he always does and he always will and he always has no matter what So be encouraged, my friend, no matter what, God is there with you. So may the Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. In Jesus' mighty name I pray, amen. Thanks for listening to Dynastream's podcast. I said a prayer for you today. 
For more encouragements, visit our Facebook page at Dynastream LLC. That's D-Y-N-A-S-T-R-E-A-M-L-L-C. We'd love to hear from you. See you there. Good morning, my friends. I know it's been a while since my last encouragement, but that doesn't mean the work still isn't being done. The encouragements aren't being lifted up because they are. Know that even sometimes when we think God is silent towards us, He is still mightily at work. And I don't say that as far as a reference to me, but I say that as a reference to who God is and His presence in you, through you, around you, and for you, and those that you love. Because remember, God first loved you, and He showed you with His Son who died upon the cross. He laid his own life down at the cross. And I want to encourage you to pay attention in your daily life to where God is and and how he's speaking to you through just amazing daily circumstances. And first and foremost, keep your eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. And when I just encounter daily things that get me so excited. Um, I, I don't even know how to explain it because I feel sometimes embarrassed. I feel childish. I feel a lot of things. But remember, God also said, you know, come, come before him. Let the children come to him and come to him like a child, full of wonder, full of amazement, full of learning and an eager to learn and, and stumbling through and knowing that it's okay and there's lessons to be learned and you will learn them and you will grow and you will flourish. And so it doesn't just mean immaturity. A child is full of learning and growing and by design prepared for the future person that they're supposed to be, that they grow into. And the same is with you. There are preparations that you will go through that you don't even realize you outgrew your past, but it prepared you for your future. And the same is happening now. You're being prepared for something that only God knows the future. And the enemy will try to let you know or think that he knows and and he, he may know some things. But he is very limited because God's not going to reveal things that the enemy will use to destroy you. So I want to encourage you, when you see things in your daily life, if it rises up fear, remember where fear comes from. If it rises up faith, let that encourage you. Let it energize you. Let it give you hope and encouragement, hope in a future. Remember, because God's plans for you are good and not evil for hope and a future. And I will give you a live example that just is amazing. And I will feel foolish, but I'm going to share it anyway because I think it's important. I um, I had to go to the eye doctor because I thought, oh my gosh, something is wrong with my contacts. I put them in and I couldn't see clearly. I couldn't focus. It's like the eyes weren't working together. And... It was very disturbing because I don't have backup glasses. I have my reader so I can read the Bible. I can read things close up when I take my contacts out. And so I went to the eye doctor to see if they could look at the contacts. Because of what I experienced the day before, 
wondering, were they mislabeled? Even though the package says this, what they put in it, maybe it wasn't the same. Maybe it wasn't as it was labeled. And so I wanted to find out, can they do that? I know they can do that with glasses. And so I went to make an appointment. It says, Watkins Welcome when available. And my mom told me, you'll probably have to make an appointment because usually they're pretty busy. I walk in the door and literally the lady is hanging up the phone. Someone just canceled. And so there was an opening. So I want to encourage you as I went in and she's checking the numbers and the person out front checked me in and was going to do the little eye exam to give the numbers and tell you the measurements and all of this. And I tell you with detail because I know it's important. I may not know why it's important for you, but God does. And so I just want to encourage you. Sometimes you're like, well, get to the point, get to the point. There may be things in here that are important for you that I have no idea why, but I know they are. And I knew they were for me because of the things that were happening around as I stepped forward and took care of what I needed to take care of. There was a larger picture. There was a larger impact in the spiritual realm, in the spiritual atmosphere, in our atmosphere that I have no knowledge of, but God does. And so we just have to take care of what we need to take care of on a daily basis and watch God move mountains, literally. And so in this doctor's appointment, my doctor's looking through and things just, she wasn't understanding and I couldn't see out of this one eye. The left eye was not focused. It wouldn't, it couldn't see. It like, it was disturbing. It was scary. And as she's going through and not understanding and looks in there and looks closer and says, let me look even more into the back of your eye. So she looks in and gets a closer look. And she said, there's particles on your eye. Maybe it's cataracts. And of course, fear wants to rise up. Then I'm too young for cataracts. But I just listened. And then she just sits back with this hope on her face. And uh, oh my gosh, this is so simple. She says, there's a contact on your eye. What? There's a contact. And I said, "I, I took my contacts out before I came here. She said, your contact is in your eye. Oh my gosh, at this point, I'm feeling very embarrassed, very foolish, spending money on an eye exam because I foolishly left a contact in my eye. So I said, okay, and I take out the contact. And so she's looking at my eyes again. We have to go out, do the air puff. And mind you, I had the air puff done three times. Why? Okay, the contact was left in my eye. They did the air puff the first time with contact in my eye. That wasn't all. So we get the contact, she's measuring, she's looking again. She says, there's another contact in your eye. I'm like, are you sure? Because if I go and touch my eyeball, it's going to hurt and it's going to injure my eye. She said, there's a contact on your eyeball. And of course she can see it because she's got that doctor scope thing on my eye. And I'm a little nervous to put my finger on my eye to slide this contact off my eye, but trusting I did. And so there were two contacts in the left eye and they were layered. That is why it couldn't see not only from the eye, but there was a corrective vision, but then there was a corrective upon the corrective, which made it blurry, unable to see clearly. 
And that was disturbing to me. And so I got that out. I was so excited. And then she has me read the line. And she's like, can you read this? Yes, I can. So she goes to my right eye to, let's get these measurements done again. And so she looks in the eye. She said, there's a contact in your eye. There was a contact in both eyes. Not only that, but there was a double one in the left. Layer upon layer, unable to see clearly. And I was really embarrassed at this time. And she sat there and said, don't worry, it's happened to me too. I felt better because she was in medical. Um, but as we went on, she had to do the measurements again, came back and says, oh, the numbers are lining up now. It wasn't, it wasn't making sense before. They didn't make sense. The numbers weren't making sense. And I couldn't figure out why. And so I want to encourage you, when we came back and did the test again, the numbers were fine. She says, this all makes sense. I looked at the screen. Can you see it? I was so excited. I jumped in my chair. I'm like, yes, I can. I read them off really quickly. And we were both very excited. And here's something she did again. She goes, okay, I do want to get a closer look. And she takes the thing and adjusts it. As she's adjusting the lens, she says, it's going to get real narrow but I want you to see if you can focus on this one line. And as she was focusing and putting it up to my eye, the only thing visible through that lens was the cross that she was wearing. I was so excited and I told her the only thing I could see was the cross. And I'm getting tears as I share this because all that was going on Know that the world will cloud your vision with layer upon layer so that you cannot see clearly. But Jesus, the Lord has told us, keep your eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. For the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. And as we went through this appointment, not only did that happen, but there were different things that began to happen around us. But I knew that I knew God was doing something bigger than my doctor's appointment for my eye that I felt foolish that I went in because I had too many contacts in my eyes. But the odd thing is I told her when I sleep and I fall asleep or go to sleep knowing my contacts are in my eye but I'm so tired I wake up and they hurt they're dry but that didn't happen. And so I didn't know because they weren't dry they didn't feel like something was wrong. And I was so excited because so many things transpired in that appointment that I knew it was a divine appointment. And I knew God was showing up in so many ways with so many details. But the main focus was when that vision got narrow, the only thing I saw was the cross. Keep your eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Your faith, when you keep your eyes on the Lord and you go about and do things that, yes, it can be expensive. Yes, it can be a health risk or whatever it is. And it seems like, oh my gosh, I endure a lot financially. But I just am amazed at how God provides and He continues to provide. And he continues to show me as I'm serving in a manner that some people don't look like is a real job. I'm serving in a manner that I'm watching God set things free every single time I show up. 
And every time I have to knock on a door and someone opens it, God reminds me. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone shall open the door, I shall come in and dine with them. And I am just so excited. And anytime I have to deliver a case of water and they open the door and I set it inside, it reminds me of the living water just entered their home in a good and amazing way, in a way of love and grace and mercy. And not in a way that feels like I shoved it in when they were unsuspecting. No, it was invited and they know it can be trusted. And so I just want to encourage you to stay in the word and be aware of God showing up for you. When you go and do things that may seem like frustrating and, oh my gosh, I got to go to the eye doctor. I think something's wrong with my eye or I think something's wrong with my whatever, whatever it is. God has a greater purpose for you showing up than you can ever imagine because he can do more than you can think or imagine. And greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And as we come upon season upon season that seems like the enemy's winning, that seems like the enemy has full reign, remember, God is bigger. He is more powerful than any other power and principality. And so I want to encourage you. God loves you so much. He will show up for you at the eye doctor. He will show up for you at the heart doctor. He will show up for you at the foot doctor. He will show up for you in school. He will show up for you in your job. He will show up for you when you're grocery shopping. He will show up for you when you go to make an oil change. Let him speak to you. Let him remind you of his word and his truth. And how many times do you look at the clock and see 316 and think about, for God so loved the world? How many times do you look at the clock and see 1010 and think of, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come to bring you life and life in abundance. How many times do you look at things and see a reference to God's word and his truth and his love for you? How many times do you look at the trees and they lose their leaves and God speaks of that in the Bible about seasons and he provides? How many times do you see a sparrow and realize God provided for the sparrow? He's going to provide for you. How many times do you look at that stuff and see God's word in your daily life? And there are many more details in what happened that I came out of there so incredibly full of hope and joy and I knew it was a divine appointment and when I saw that cross through that narrow that narrow vision that narrow view that narrow focus I was so excited and so I want to encourage you let God do that same thing for you you will feel it. You will sense it. And if you're listening to this, it's going to happen. It's just the nature of how people experience life when they come around me. I don't know. Some people just diss it. And I'm like, wait, did you see that? And they do, but they just, they, they don't see it in a way that brings them hope and encouragement. They see it in a way that is just, yep, blah, 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 blah. And it just kind of takes a downward spiral. But when you can show and see and know and God shows you to give hope and encouragement for you because it's going to overflow to the world around you, it is so encouraging. It is so amazing. It is so filled with God's love that he will just pour it in you and through you. And it it can't stay contained by the nature of where you go. It's going to overflow whether you like it or not. God's joy is going to overflow. His love's going to overflow. You're going to touch people wherever you go, even when you don't realize it. 
Because when you just show up, he can show up and do mighty things. And when you knock on that door, just in the nature of what you have to do, God's going to show up. And you know what? When it excites you, when you just go, oh my gosh, I stand at the door and knock. God's knocking on our hearts. He's knocking on their hearts. But it's not something you did manipulatively. It's not something you're like, I'm going to walk up here and I'm going to do this and this is what's going to happen. No. You just know that this is what you're supposed to do. And, and then afterwards he'll go, I just did something amazing. Did you see it? Did you sense it? Did you know that I was with you? Did you know that I went before you? Did you know that I'm surrounding you right now? Do you know that I have angels as your rear guard? Did you know? And I want to encourage you, if you don't know, go into his word and know the Savior. Know who he is and how much he loves you. Because religion will take you into his word and you feel like kind of head over the head. You kind of feel discouraged and just like you can never measure up. But God's measuring is a whole lot different. His grace is a whole lot different. And so I want to encourage you today to keep your eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross for you so that you could be with him and have the abundance of all that heaven has to offer, not just when you die, but here on earth in the land of the living and so be encouraged my friend there is hope beyond hope beyond hope because Jesus is our hope God is our hope he is our love and he loves you so much that he would encourage me so detailed to encourage you with life situations his word his Holy Spirit that will carry it to places that I have no idea you needed it. And I know you did. And I know you do. And what I want to encourage you more is it's going to continue through your day. And you're going to begin to see the Lord show up for you in similar ways, in ways that will speak to you so intimately, so personally that I have no idea. But you and God do. So let that encourage you. Let that inspire you. Let that rise up that joy that is a fountain within you that is Christ himself and wants to show you how much he loves you and how much he knows you and how much he has set you free from. So be encouraged, my friend, and may the Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray and encourage you. Till next time, bless you. Amen. Thanks for listening to Dynastream's podcast, I Said a Prayer for You Today. For more encouragements, visit our Facebook page at Dynastream LLC. That's D-Y-N-A-S-T-R-E-A-M-L-L-C. We'd love to hear from you. See you there. Hi, welcome to Dynastream's podcast. 
I said a prayer for you today. My hope is that you will be powerfully encouraged through real-life situations, prayers, and encouraging words. Each episode is from the heart, not trying to be perfect, just being real for real needs. Feel free to share these episodes with those that you feel may need some loving strength. All right, let's begin. Thank you.